0: Welcome to the John Coombs podcast. Um, my name is John Coombs, and I'm joined here uh, by Zane. Zane, say hello.
1: Hello.
0: Um, Zane, um, I met actually when I started my new job in uh, fitness theory, and um, me and him got chatting and talking about what he does. And um, for for all you out there and all you um, crypto lovers, um, he is a, a crypto mastermind. Um, I and... want to say what a mastermind <laughs> <laughs> let's just go with mastermind why not <laughs> okay why not <laughs> um and has been doing crypto um how long have you been- doing crypto for
1: now uh fifteen months maybe wow, or maybe more than that
0: wow, okay yeah um yeah look, let's um talk a bit about uh crypto like for those people who don't know crypto and you know, um, want to jump into that space um, let them know what it's about and how they could get into the space and how cool. it's been going for you as well
1: uh, I, I think I'm still early on you know um, the truth is that uh, the whole crypto space is almost like a wild west for a lot of people you know for someone like you for example I know that you don't you know nothing about it and Often it can be really hard to uh, to, uh, to find out like, oh, where do I start? There's so much information. And the truth is there is a lot of information out there. And it's literally changing million mouths an hour. Like literally, you can wake up today, go into the next day and then things would have changed. Um, So, but that's also what makes it exciting, I think, but that's also what makes people feel like they have a fear of missing out, they're like, oh, how do I jump on every opportunity, etc, etc. So, but uh, the way I see it is that we've all heard of it, right? All of everyone of us have heard of crypto, we don't know exactly what is it, but we know it's kind of this money thingy that we can't actually touch, physically touch. Um, So I think people get the concept of it, but um they're just like oh i heard of this bitcoin thing now they've heard of ethereum but then that's it they only know these two but they didn't know anything else so all i know is dogecoin (laughs) yeah or dogecoin because it's got like pump like you know people make lots and lots of money etc so the way that i i tell people about it is that um yes you get exposed to this thing because of money, because of how much percentage it has pumped, or because of how it makes people like a freaking millionaire. But the truth is, it's not quite like that. The truth is, uh, if you really want to make it in crypto, you have to start with understanding the basics of it, just like anything else. If you want to learn how to ride a motorcycle, you have to learn the basics of it, right? Understand a bit how to balance on the bike, et cetera. You learn how to drive a car, you have to learn how to use the clutch but the clutch is the boring bit. The driving is the fun bit. People just see the driving, but not the clutch bit, right? So the same thing is with, um, with crypto, which is the money is the exciting bit, but what's important is to understand the fundamentals, the, um, the, the base layer of what constructs the blockchain. So I have a little group of mine, um, on telegram i call it the Zaneverse, where i get people in to just talk about it and my education to people is completely free and my education to people is to say if you want to learn about blockchain and all this sort of stuff start with education because education can get you conviction in knowing what you actually invest into what you're buying etc so i asked them to read 100 pages of report to start with and no one likes to do that but i promise them if they do it they're going to make it in five years, 10 years later, they'll look back and go, I'm so glad I started from there. Because you could go in because of the money, now that the um, uh, crypto market is a bit fluctuating, it flushes people out, you're scared shitless, and then guess what, you'll never get in again because you're now got burnt. So my sort of um, ethos is to help people not get burnt, they know what they're gonna getting us the into, they understand the cycle of how it works, and it goes from there. So I would say people are completely new, Start with education first, you know, take the time out, take two months, three months, do your hundreds of hours of research. Then you can start to think about, okay, what do I buy next, et cetera, et cetera.
0: So I think, I think crypto, the crypto space is, is so dynamic and so diverse, isn't it? It's like, it's, it's, it's like a stock market as well. Doing all the stocks and shares and of st- sort of stuff like that is again, another space that people don't delve into. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, crypto's, uh, just another another level i think it is it is definitely another level like when yeah. when i first heard of like bitcoin and and like i started hearing about dogecoin and all stuff like this and i was like and then all these other coins started coming out and i was just like how how the hell do you even because because uh, <laughs> uh, uh, there's some places now you can actually buy with crypto you can yeah you can go to a cafe or somewhere and buy your coffee with bitcoin mm. or buy your coffee with a cryptocurrency mm. which now, I think crypto is going to be the next, it's going to be the next big thing about paying with stuff. It's going to yeah. be one of those um, other markets. Yeah.
1: The truth The truth is that, um, yes, it started to have a bit of, you know, there are countries who now make Bitcoin as legal tender, as we know. Um but the thing about crypto is that that is just one side of it. The payment, the finance side of it is just one side of it. There's also a lot of other side of things. So, for example, people will probably heard of NFTs. Why would you buy oh, this JPEG yeah. for millions of dollars? Why would you do that? You know um, But then again, that is just because you haven't really understood the fundamentals of blockchain, whereas once you have, you will see that why it can be applied to different, parts of our life at the moment it can be art it can be collectibles it can be a ticket it can be whatever really um, what's that pokemon own- cards yeah even something like a pokemon cards or whatever like you play cards online digital but then now you own that piece of pokemon card so if you have a rare one for example now people can't just go on to um i don't know it's like some printing machine and print out loads of them now you have owned the actual digital version of it the blockchain can verify to say john you are the owner and if you have a rare one then guess what if there is a demand then the price of your ownership goes up and then you might want to sell it you might not want to sell it it might give you certain privileges um those kind of things so um i think that is fundamentally going to change how ownership works in a more um, digital digital space yeah
0: yeah Yeah, because i was looking at um Uh, I think everyone, everyone in, in the world probably has heard of Gary V Mm. and (laughs) he's such a big, big influence on a lot of different people doing his like garage sale, uh, backyard thing. But he's, he's huge on on NFTs as well. He is. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was looking at it. I was like, Oh my God, like how did like this digital photo of, of whatever it is, um, is worth that much money mm-hmm. and you're like wow this is this is this is like a different different like level of space <laughs> yeah
1: like, yeah exactly again you know like i think people look at it just like oh wow this can make so much money i need to just go buy one but they what they also don't know and gary b talks about this a lot which is 98 of the project will go to zero even i have got into one or two projects that went to zero um so um it's true you know like people just look at it as a hype, they just get in because all they come from is that I can make money out of it when they don't really see what's the value that they're going to get out of. And I think that's the mindset that will get you trapped, so trapped, so trapped in this space. And that's just not the way that I personally choose to approach. Um, and I think if people are wanting to start, again, I'll go back to say, have you done your education? Have you known what, the risks are, have you known what you're getting yourself into? Do you know how Ethereum work? Do you know how wallets work? You know, all those sort of things. Um, and yeah, so all I'm doing is just like, I just pass on those education to people um, as they're trying to just like help people to understand this sort of Web3, blockchain, NFT, all this sort of space in a much more simplistic way um, so that they can also jump in
0: if they want. What made you get into crypto? Or oh, 15 months ago, what what made you, yeah. what interested you? What what yeah. like put you in that space?
1: Good question. So 15 months ago, I don't know when will people be listening this, but uh, as the time that we're recording, we are at the end of about 2021. So we know that there is this big C thing that kicked in and then we're all being locked in our home um, starting from March last year. And uh, oh, I was the same, right? You're just at home. And because I was involved in a lot of different personal development programs in the past, they have my information, right? So they just started sending out to say, oh, these are some free workshops that we can get people into. And then there are self-finance workshops, crypto workshops, et cetera. So I look at this crypto workshop, and I thought, hmm, this looks quite interesting. I've heard about it before. Um, and since I'm at home, I'm free anyway, why don't I just jump in and have a listen into? Jumped in, understand it a bit more, And I was like, wow, this is quite interesting. But most importantly is that I also see the money side of it. I see how people make thousands of percent of return. um, And I realized that, oh, the person who were delivering the workshop said, there is actually a strategy for you to make this work. And then I got bought into it. I just thought, okay, um, I like the way that it's being presented. I like what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing. And also the investment at the time was like, um, they did like a special offer, I think it's like $500 US dollar or whatever for, for a program. So I just thought, you know what, can I afford to uh, um, fork out $500 to get a piece of education? I can. People have done the hard job, they're putting it all in together for me in a sequential way for me to learn, what have I got to risk? Jump in, went for all the education, I thought, wow, this is great. And then about two or three months, I followed the strategies, implemented um, implemented them, And then I was making a bit of money. Also at that time I was a bit lucky because there was a little bit of a run at that time. So I managed Mm -hmm. to get just a bit, I'm not some thousand, you know, not thousands and thousands, otherwise I'd be living in a freaking mansion, you know, but (laughs) I'm sitting in a room. Um, So, but yeah, I see the return and I thought, wow, this is great. And then I started to study a bit more. This is when I went down the rabbit hole. And now I'm just like, I just love what I'm learning every single day. And, but that was how I started. Yes, I started with the money. Um, I see the upside just like most people do um, but I didn't get hooked onto that I started to study what am I actually buying into Mm. because I've got some questions Um, like for example people heard of Bitcoin Ethereum but then I was like what do you know what exactly is a Bitcoin and Ethereum they'll be like "Uh, no that was for me that was the next step so um, I did that and then once you learn about Ethereum you learn about all the other things and then that's when your whole world exploded (laughs)
0: I mean I think uh that that piece of advice right there like the the, how you said you know you focus on the money first and then but then you you took a step back and went oh actually I want to know everything in between that to get to that point and that's that's an important that's an important thing like people always do in life like in Mm -hmm. in everything um anything what you're doing is you always look at the end you don't look at what happens in between yeah, and it, and yeah. and it's so important for people to to go on that journey to then you will get to that point eventually mm. if you carry on on the journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. and like and you what you said about strategy, strategy again, being strategic about it and building a a a plan of how you how you do each each day or or each month or each week or whatever it is is important as well. Because then you you can reach the end goal knowing that you've done everything in between. Yeah, I
1: think here's another thing, right? Like, I I, I will say to people like, oh, they just say, oh, but don't don't I don't want to learn all of that. I just want to make my money, make the most out of it. I was like, listen, if you are going to spend, I don't know, two thousand dollars, pounds, or whatever your currency is, into doing this, and hoping that it will just do its things and make it work. I'm not quite sure if you're treating your money, your hard earned money in the most respectable way. You're buying something and you're kind of just like gambling and you're just gambling thinking that, oh, because most people have made it, so I'll just do it. I think that it's just so irresponsible to the money that you are earning. So you're working so hard for that cash. And now you're putting it into something that you're not quite even sure what you're getting yourself into. You're just gambling that it would work. I just, not, I just don't think that is certainly not my investment philosophy. And I don't think it should be any people's because Wealthy people don't invest that way, and you don't do that hoping to get wealthy. If you want to re- really make your money work for you, you have to understand how wealthy people invest, and I'm not quite sure that whether that is actually what wealthy people invest. Wealthy people will say, um, you know, some of the venture capitalists, they will just say, they'll get so many projects that pitch them, they will listen to all of them, they will say, this is good, this fits with me, this is not they will choose to say, I might pass on some good opportunities, but for the ones I'm getting into, I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. And then I believe in that thing. So I think people should also adopt that sort of mindset. That's certainly the way that I do it. I look at it and go, do I understand every single thing that I'm getting myself into? And the, on- the honest thing is, sometimes I don't. And for the ones that I don't, I will start to question myself to go, I need to study this. Or I go, do I still want to keep this investment? Or should I just let it go and focus on the things that I actually know about because then i have conviction about it then i have skin in the game then i know i want to be part of that community to make sure that your voice is heard etc so that your money starts working for you i think if people think that you can just throw money in and then just like sit back relax passive income i think that's all a whole lot of bullshit um, there's no such thing as passive income because learning there's no
0: such thing from... as passive income, people. There is no such thing. Exactly. <laughs> I'm
1: learning about all these things, and people think that, like, oh, you make so much money, just put it in the right place. Like, yeah, but finding what the right place is is a work in itself. Whether it's time, effort, energy, those things are not free, right? So i would much rather sit down and watch Netflix, but no, I was doing all my research and homework, etc. So I think people need to understand that there's no such thing as passive. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are like are like, oh, you know, I'll just live off live off the earnings from this or I'll just live off the earnings from that. But actually, it's you don't sit back. You don't sit back and relax. Like these wealthy people are wealthy because they work yeah. to the bone every single day, every single hour, every single minute. They're constantly working. All right, they do have their downtimes, but it's just like everyone else has their downtimes but you do yeah. work and you have to work um, and it's like anything, any like business venture, crypto, whatever it is, is you've got to work extra hard mm. to get to that point and still work. Mm. Um, unless you, unless, unless you sell the company and then live off the, the income from the company. But again,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. to get there, it's a, it's a journey. It's, it's, Some- It's a lot to do.
1: Completely. I've been I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, which is I'm sure we'll get into this thing later about the um about what I want to do like moving forward for um creating like a community specifically for young adults like under sort of their 30s. But I've been thinking about this a lot, which is how can I make you know all these things we're talking about, like okay, you know, there's so many things to keep up on top of, right? We've got life, we've got our business, we've got our career, we've got relationship potentially we've got all sorts of things going on in our lives and how do you stay on top of it and I thought to myself like how can I really say to people just focus on this and then you'll be okay Uh, it's really hard there is no one simple answer but the easiest way I can think of is that you just need you almost just need two things in life to make everything work for you or to live the life that they really want one is money one is mindset and that's it you don't need any more than that you know, money side of things, then that obviously opens up behind a whole new world. But if you have money, that buys you a lot of freedom, time freedom, um, financial freedom, which, are most of the, which most of the time, these are what people are looking for. They just see it and just go, if I have all the money in the world, I will be fine. And that is true. Money can solve a lot of problem. Money can buy you happiness. I don't believe people say money can't buy you happiness. It can, but only to a certain level, mm. right? This is when the mindset bit that comes in, which is, it's like a seesaw, you know, all you're trying to do is to make sure you balance money and mindset and make sure non-one side of seesaw will hit the ground. If you hit the ground, that's when you hit unhappiness. So if you have too much money, but you don't have mindset, it goes like that. And congratulations, you're not very happy. And people will say, you've got so much money and you're not happy. Why? And you think, I'm only so much money, but I'm, so, I'm still not happy. I'm fucking miserable. Oh, sorry. Should I, can I swear? I'm not yeah, sure. yeah, of course. I'm yeah, no, it's like, okay.
0: unfiltered, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, cool. So
1: it's like that, right? And then they just like, um, because the mindset gets heavier, they don't have the mindset, and now they go, my life is miserable. But if you focus too much on the mindset and you don't have money, the truth is, yes, you might think I'm very happy, I'm positive, I'm optimistic, but also, you don't really enjoy the full sphere of life, are you? You are not going to enjoy the great experiences. You're not going to have a good lifestyle. You just keep telling yourself that. Oh, I focus on the mindset, 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 and uh, you might as well move into like a junker and just sit there and be zen, you know. But that's not why I choose. I choose to strike a balance between them. Is that I want to be a great person. But I also want to earn shit lot of money. So. Um, I think that is the balance there is the most that is difficult to uh, to strike on. So I think if you can focus on money and mindset when it comes to investment, just do look at money, but also look at what's the mindset I should bring into this game. Then I think as time progresses, as you start to learn more about it, start to go into the trenches and knowing how, um, how this thing actually works and function, then you will start to get that balance right. And I think that is when you get the sweet spot. Then the hard thing is how do you make sure you're constantly on the sweet spot all the time?
0: yeah and i think this is that is so important <clears throat> excuse me um like thinking back when i was before the job i'm in now like uh i was earning loads of money fantastic <clears throat> was i happy no my mindset wasn't in in that job and in that where i was i had to switch it i had to move it I had to take what take that job away and go into a job that I really want to enjoy. And um, I know for a fact that, you know, I had to start from the bottom. I had to start Mm. again as in a money sense. Um, But I know that I can again earn my my worth again. Mm. But having that correct mindset and having that correct happiness was what I needed. Yeah um and now i feel i feel more balanced now i love my job um and i know that in the future if i work hard enough my money's going to come up up again yeah absolutely Um, so yeah no it's very very important um eight years ago you came to this country yeah so where did you come from zane and what what brought you to the uk Yeah, so eight years ago, so I was a Southeast Asian
1: purebred, you know, I am born and raised purebred. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, so I'm a a born and raised in Malaysia, next to Singapore, if people don't know, Um, and then eight years ago, so I was there for like the first 18 years of my life, and then eight years ago, when I was about to choose where to go to uni, um, and then I had... I'm really lucky I had the privilege to be able to come overseas to the UK um to uh to study basically. Um and then obviously I studied, got a job, and then eight years later, here we are having this conversation. So, but yeah, it's been uh it's been quite a
0: journey. Talk about the journey. Come on, let's let's hear it. What 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 have like when you first started, when you first came to the UK, what was it like? What was it?
1: Yeah. When, when, I, when I first, that was the very first time I had to leave home, be on a plane for 14 hours to go to a place that I have no knowledge about, that I don't know how it's like, etc. cetera. Uh, I remember all those days when I got there, first couple of days, and you literally know no one. You're in a country where you know nobody, where you can understand the language because obviously we learn English, but I definitely don't speak English like this. You know, mm. my English was, my speaking wasn't like this. Um, and people think I've got a British accent. is because I have to, when I started working, people say to me on the phone that I cannot understand you and it hurts. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, one day I'm going to make sure you understand every single word that I say. And then I forced myself to change my accent, etc. cetera. Um, so... Yeah, but, you know, I came here knowing no one until now, you know, I've got a great career. Um, obviously I'm still on the road of sort of advancing. I'm still very early, I was still in my twenties, you know, that's still a long road ahead. Um, but yeah, it's been, a, it's been a very good journey to be grateful for. You know, I know that not many people get a chance to be able to go into a different country and live off of it, but um, yeah, there were some really hard times. So for example, imagine can't celebrate a Christmas type of festive back in your home country. And the first year when they were celebrating it, I was on a video call. I was like seeing them celebrating. All those memories got brought back, but I couldn't be there with them. And then when I finished the call, that sense of loneliness would just kick in. You'll just be like, why am I here? I will dig question that, why am I here? There were times where I felt like I just want to give up, I just want to go home. Mm. Um, and that was really hard but i think that also you know i can feel it you can feel the emotions inside me you know when you see especially when you see everyone around you your friends your relatives your family they are there spending the time that you used to be in you could have been in that scene but you chose a different path you chose a different road um and at the time i was just that like, i just want to give up but then now eight years later when i look back i go i can understand exactly why that was necessary to make me who I am today Mm -hmm. Um, and it's always in hindsight you know you I can't I don't understand it at that time but now I do I understand that if you move from one country to another what the experience is like um, when people so this is interesting when I hear people okay no judgment by the way but when people who are maybe say from the south they go to the north to study or people are from the north to the south to study that I'm homesick I'm like you don't really understand what homesick is. <laughs> you could just travel three hours to go home. <laughs> and I have to be on a freaking plane for 15 hours just to get back. And that's not counting your journey to like the airport, go through mm. the customs and all this sort of about stuff. About 20,
0: like probably a bit near, near to about 20 hours. It's too. almost like a day, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then
1: you have your time zone difference to deal with. and But I hear it and I thought, but still I can understand it because um, for them, it might be that uh, that is home scene. it doesn't matter what shape or form it turns out to be it's just that we had it more of the extreme way mm. um but you know we survived it and now it's like okay all those things might have subconsciously shaped us who we are today so i just think every experience that happens it happens for a reason it might not be very obvious at that time but then when you look back and you go like oh okay i can see why now but obviously at that time it was freaking hard i remember the first year even when we get to like year two, year three, it's really, really hard. I remember when my parents came over to the airport um, and every time they leave home from the UK airport, I would just like cry. I was shed into tears. Um, it was just like, because I don't want to let it go, um, mm. but it was necessary for that to happen. So, um, so yeah, but before I know it, then yeah, I started working um, over here. I've got a great company that I'm working in. Um, and then now um also it opens up a lot of opportunities, right? Now, now we're talking about crypto, etc. So um, yeah, it's been a it's been a hell of a journey for eight years.
0: <clears throat> if if you were if you were in anyone else's shoes, what would you say to them if they were thinking about coming to the UK or going to a different country, wherever it is? Yeah. Um, what would you say to them? What would you say to them to do? Uh I would say uh
1: You need to know why you are living to that place for. So let me just give an example. If people think that, oh, I just don't like where I am now. I just want to go to a different country, hoping that I'll find my purpose. then I'll be like, well, you could, but how exactly are you going to do that? You know I'm not I'm not saying that it's not a great way of doing it, I'm just saying how you're going to spend your time doing it because bear in mind that going to a different place, different country means you've got lots of things to deal with. It might be very exciting. You might actually find your purpose. Um, but how much of an intention is there? Or are you just trying to escape from your actual reality? Trying to escape and trying to go find something has got a different intention. Escaping versus pursuing. There are different ends of things. So I think. You need to really understand why you're doing it and what. Why is it important to you to do that? Um, is that the only way to do it? Um, like for me, obviously at that time it was just to study. The time frame was three years, not longer than that. Obviously, then it went a bit further because then the intention changed, things change, etc. So, but if you're very clear on your intention, like I'm doing this, I'm going there, I'm going to this country, I've done this homework, I want to do this for two months, I want to do that, etc. I want to volunteer locally in somewhere like Philippines or whatever. Then I'll say, great, go for it. Because now you've got a plan. You might not know exactly how the plan is going to work out, but I've got a rough plan in mind. And I'll say, if you have that, go do it. And don't sit down and just think about it on the sidelines, because guess what? You're in your 20s you're thinking i'll do it a bit later 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 then you're in your 30s then you've got a boyfriend girlfriend you have family then guess what you never do it again then when you're in 50s, 60 you think i should have done that mm. and that's not what you want that's not the life that you want at the end of your 50s 60s um because uh yeah just like living a life of regret i'm not quite sure how uh, how much worthwhile
0: that is i mean again as well with 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 mindset um and the mindset like change <clears throat> it's you see it as well, where, um, like you said, people go to a different country just because they think it's gonna be, it's gonna make them happier, but actually, it's you need you need to find the source of the happiness, source of the happiness, and change yourself, perhaps, instead of changing the scene or mm. the scenery. It's like when when people get in relationships, they. That Uh could you try? No, I didn't catch that. (laughs) Um, it's like like a person going from one relationship to the other, taking the mindset into the next relationship, thinking that it's going to be hunky dory and exactly the same, but actually, it's totally different, and they need to change Mm -hmm. their mindset around. Um, that person because everyone's Mm. different everyone's unique but also you know um, they need to find out in themselves what is what is causing them to feel like that Mm. to then fix it to change their mindset then to say okay I need to pursue this path I need to go on this path um, to help me out and to change my mindset about what that thing is yeah I hope that makes sense (laughs)
1: yeah completely yeah
0: Um, completely in terms of like uh like young adults like how how do you how do you like how would you say to them to like keeping up with things like keeping up with uni keeping up with like life and like what would you yeah okay I'll, I'll go for it but remind me
1: to talk about uh, struggle later if I don't cover that bit. So yeah, that is one thing that I, I want to do as yes, another thing. I've always said I wanted to do this, but the truth is I've been procrastinating on that for a really long time because it's not easy. Um, so basically what I want to do is to create like a community of young adults, you know, so under thirties or like early thirties, etc. So people who are sort of in the stage where they graduated uni, they've been working for a few years, and now they are trying to think. Um, okay, I know this sounds a bit cliche, but this is genuinely what they're saying, which is, I don't know what my purpose is. You know, what is why am I here to do? Um, what makes me happy? Um, and how should my career be like? What's the best career for me? um there's so many things going on in life how do i keep up with things etc i realized that what i learned in school is not actually applicable in real life why the school not teach us about finance and money why the school not teach us about how to use a credit card all this sort of stuff and there are lots of things going on in young people's life right especially when covid first happens yes all those people who are at school got looked after all those people who are um on the verge of losing their job, got looked after because of various schemes or whatever. But those people who are in universities, yes, school says that they look after them, but that's not the verbal or that's not the feedback I was getting when I was running my social ads, et cetera. They're saying, you see they all got locked into a room and then they stick post-it notes on their windows. They're crying for help, but then I'm not quite sure how much the uni is doing to, to, to help them and to support them. That's when I realized that there's a tiny, group of people where people just expect them to just suck it out and crack on. And I don't think it's like that. I think they probably suffer a lot from a mental health perspective to just understand I'm not in the right mindset but they don't know they're not in the right mindset they just think oh that's maybe how it should be then guess what they just go and waste their own life right they go out drinking partying etc etc they're trying to escape themselves out of something and they're using an unhealthy way of doing so There are obviously people who enjoy doing that um, which is fine um, but they're people who use that as a mechanism to escape mm-hmm. um, so that was when i was thinking like, hmm, okay if i want to do that what can i do etc uh, so i I think the intention is that I want to start to build up like a community where I can bring all those young people, not all of them, not like the, all the 20s, uh, you know, but just a subset of people who has the intention to go, you know what, I want to make the most out of my life. I know that the 20s, you know, I want to focus on growth, etc. cetera, and to get those people who are growth oriented. They know they have to learn more. They know they want to learn more they've got the right learning attitude um, to just start to take in a bit more knowledge. They know that there is still space for them to become the person whom they want to be. Then those other people want to start to go and sort of like collect them, you know, Mm -hmm. pick them up, put them into a group. And then I will just share with them everything that I've been learning, whether it's career, whether it's personal development, whether it's money, whether it's crypto, et cetera. Um, So that's the first thing, which is to get people together. Also, I think, we don't really have a lot of community of friends that we share dreams and goals with almost like we say, Oh, I have a dream, which is this. I have a goal, which is that people just shoot us down and go, okay. Yeah, fine. Oh yeah. Brilliant. (laughs) It's like, like, great. You know, you have goals and dreams like great. And it's just like, and then it gets
0: shut and that's it.
1: Exactly. You get shut down, right? People rather talk about things that don't work. Yeah, Yeah. rather than things that I want to strive to become. And I thought, why don't, what if I can give them a safe space where they can, they know that if they share it, there's no one who will judge them, but there's people who will cheer them on. Um, I just don't think we have a lot of that at the moment. And that's why people don't talk about dreams and goals anymore. And they just, just be like, oh, this doesn't work. How's the weather? Oh, great. It's like, fine. Everything that you hear, people are like, oh, fine. Okay. Not bad. When did you last hear an answer where people say fantastic, amazing, wonderful? People don't use that word anymore right so it's like okay how can i cultivate that sort of experience um so that was the intention is to build out a space where people can do that um and if you are hearing and if they are a bit older they go oh why do you only do this like i'm 40 i want this i was like not that i don't want to help you it's just that when i when i i can serve everybody but at the moment when i start to promote it i can only promote it to a certain niche it's just it's just how marketing works you know so um, uh, so yeah, that's that um, But then I Oh yeah, another thing I want to talk about is that I spent a lot of money doing my own education And okay. I'm very lucky Because I, I have the income and the salary To be able to let me do that Yes, I still have to stretch myself sometimes But I think to myself all the time like, Why do I have to spend so much money To learn a piece of knowledge That is actually helpful and beneficial to me um, But what if people are not in a privileged position But they want to do that So I thought, okay, what if I can create like a very small, basic subscription-based type of model, like if people pay $7.99 or whatever, but they get into this group and then they get into this community, there's a masterclass for them all the time. There's resources, there's knowledge, different credible sources to learn. Um, So that's some of the ideas that's coming up um, maybe, but uh, that's the intention basically and i know i talked about this early on which is like procrastinated procrastinating idea for a really long time um and i, I know i said i want to talk about the struggle so this is where the struggle comes in Which yeah is, go
0: for it yeah go for the struggle
1: yeah which is like yeah. finding the motivation to do things like this it's not easy you know and the truth is i have to fork out some money as well to run ads or to make sure there's word of mouth to create content it's like i'm only a one-man team and i already go into bed at like two o'clock every day if i take that on I'm not sure if I will actually
0: sleep, you know, so. Um,
1: <laughs> and, so and by
0: the way, everyone out there, sleep is very important.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I don't know that I actually sleep, you know, um, and I don't want to sacrifice my own lifestyle as well. Like I've got a full-time job. I go to the gym. When I get home, I do my crypto education. I try to push a bit of things out. And it's really a lot, you know. Um, and that's why I think it's been put on the back burner, but. Um, interestingly last week when I was thinking like oh what if I just shift completely into crypto education and then a client whom my coach last Sunday she came to me saying that I've got some good news for you after about 18-20 weeks of working together she has finally found a job that she wants to get into she quit a job that she absolutely hates although she earns a lot of money um, and that would just be like it's, it, it's kind of like the timing it's just like when I was thinking about giving up, the next day I w- woke up, did the coaching session. My client told me that it's almost like the universe is telling you, I think you're on the right path. Don't give up quite yet. It's just like, oh my It's, God. it's, so,
0: it's so interesting because like it went, the, the universe and like how everything works and how everything connects different people together. It's it's amazing because it's it works in such weird ways and yeah. you see it and you're like, okay i need to continue this i need to yeah. carry on because like uh a, f- a few months ago i was like uh, like with my podcast as well i was like uh you know i need to i need to carry it on i need to keep it going and i'm like oh my god like, i'm running out of people to like is there anyone mm. out there like who's, who wants to come up and podcast and then all of a sudden in the in the last month i've had five people do podcasts with me mm. and all of a sudden came out of the woodwork and said oh yeah do you want to do a podcast yeah i was like yeah no worries yeah let's yeah. do it and yeah. then I was like I, I obviously asked you and and asked a, a couple of other people and I was like oh yeah let's do it and it wants me to do it like yeah. I need to carry this on and I love yes. this I love doing this and yeah I, I really enjoy speaking to different people and yeah it's just like you like with your with your business it's going to happen and it will manifest itself and people and you like you said like with the with your client I bet that was an amazing feeling of like that, that client actually took a, took a leap and mm. quit a job.
1: Mm. It, it, it absolutely is. And then I remember a few weeks ago when we were working and then we were, she was in a tough space. And then I just said that um, you're in a mess now, but our job of working together is not to turn your mess into a message. Um, I say I like Christmas that. is coming up. What, what story do you want to tell about people about your story when you're sitting down at that Christmas dinner table? Don't you want to tell them that I'm struggling with this and I don't know how to figure it out, or do you want to tell them I'm struggling with that, but I figure it out and now I'm on a different journey. Which one do you want to tell? Um, because you can decide how the story ends up and now she put the intention out there and now things are generally going her way and now she's able to tell the story that she wants and then interestingly that you go back to what you're just saying is that okay we might go into a bit of a woo woo stuff here but um, you know people hear of law of attraction and all the stuff but I think the law of attraction works is that you need to put the intention out there make it so clear so loud so that the universe can hear it whoever the universe is or wherever it exists um, but then you have to take action in accordance with that intention. And what I think is happening to me now is that I have the intention; it's very clear, but the actions doesn't quite match up with that intention yet. That's why it's not manifesting itself. Um, so, and I thought to myself, okay, fine. Let me just spend a bit of time. So before twenty twenty one ends, I just want to take some time to sort of relax, um, re-energize, rejuvenate, refresh myself. Then when it goes to twenty twenty two, let's put a plan in place to make that work, make that happen. Um, so, But yeah, I know I've been saying that for a few years But then what I also think to myself is that If something has been sitting inside your head for a few years Then there's probably something there for us to dig into And learn why it has been sitting in there for a few years Because you'll either You'll find out the reasons why it's sticking inside there So mm-hmm. one way or the other, I'll learn more about myself And I thought, okay, if I, if I choose to do that Then um, I'll do it But I just need to make sure I plan my time accordingly Because next yeah. year is going to be a massive, massive year for me Yes. I can just feel it. I can see it coming already.
0: I love what you what you said there. It was it was turn a mess into a message. Yeah. That is so powerful in itself. Absolutely. That little that little little piece of words is such a massive thing. Turn a mess into a message. I, I love that.
1: Yeah, and I'll drop you another one. I'll Go drop on. you another,
0: I'll drop you Go another on. one. So, one I
1: was, so this is something that I learned from when I first, I went first. When I first went to a personal development seminar by um, a guy called Tony Robbins, uh, I don't know whether people heard of him before, but yeah, um, he's, Robbins, yeah. Yeah, you he's must, the guy uh,
0: with the, the voice. He's like, hey, yeah, he's like, yeah, <laughs> um, you
1: know. But uh, he is like, when I first went to his event, it was like so great, you know, like real person, four days, three nights, and fifteen thousand people in a stadium, and just like. crazy it's a great experience but one of the things that i learned from him that passed on to this client as well is to say that she was like oh all these things is not working i was just say that um what if that thing that he or she or you are experiencing is happening for you and not to you what if it's happening for a reason what do you think that reason might be because what I was trying to help her at that time is to think, you know, going back to what we we're talking about, which is things only make, a, make sense when you're looking at it in hindsight. What I was trying to help her do is to take herself out of her present moment and bring her into what's going to happen in one year's time and then look back at what's happening now to go, if there's a reason, what do you think that reason might be? So to help her get herself out of herself for the present moment and future pace herself into somewhere in the future and look back um because that's when you can make and shift the narrative of what's happening now and then use it to your advantage basically so um so yeah if people who are listening and you're going through a really tough moment or things are getting a bit challenging (coughs) i'll just say that you know just think about this question right you have to find the answer but just have to think about like what if this is happening for you it's not happening to you what is happening for you? What might be the reason be? And then just explore some options. And then hopefully you'll be able to just feel a bit better and go, okay, I, know, I don't like it, but let's just hang through it. And I'm sure it will happen for a reason. And um, I'll find it out sooner or later um, at some point in the future.
0: I like the, the analogy you use where you you go to where this point is and look back and see what needs to be and what will happen in that path. Mm. Cause I know like paths always change and they, they always branch off and things happen. You know, it's like the butterfly effect as well. Like mm. you put something down and it, you've changed that path of that, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but like looking back at uh, your overall picture of, of the journey is so important because that's what, that's the journey you're going to go on to get mm. to that point. Mm. Um, so knowing the journey and knowing what it's going to manifest itself to be is really important to look out, look at it like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, some more time.
1: <laughs> yeah go for it completely. You know, I think, I think the journey is your story,
0: yeah. you know? So, yeah. So what's, the, what's the Zane story so far? What's what's, what's, what's been going on in the, in the world of Zane?
1: Uh, well, uh, like I said, I am doing lots of things. So uh, let's go, uh, you know, so I'm, uh, I'm, I think I'm already starting ahead of 2022. Um, so which is great. I mean, I'm in a great spirit at the moment. And it's like a great feeling to know that you are one step ahead. So next year, <clears throat> I am, in fact, maybe next week, actually. I am starting to uh, finish a mental health training. So I'm starting to volunteer for an organization in the UK. I'm committing 200 hours of my time to doing volunteering work in the mental health space. Um, it's just that, you know, uh, people can choose to donate or do something with money, but I don't have that much money at the moment to give out. But I thought I could have got some energy and time and to be able to spend. So I use Which that is amazing, medicine. by the way. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so that was that is great. I'm looking forward to that. It's a bit nervous because you'll be dealing with people who might have some suicidal thoughts and, or even just like generic issues like your yeah, marriage is not working out or relationship not working out, whatever. So you can have different things coming in. So, um, but I'm sure it will be a very great experience by the end of it. So I'm quite looking forward to that. And then next year as well, I'm also starting two new academies myself. I'm attending. You know, as a student um these academies um for education in crypto so one of them is on um digital real estate i know this idea is like blows your mind like real estate in a digital world how does that work like, i don't know that's why i go to learn um but yeah that's starting in it's that facebook
0: meta or whatever it's called
1: <laughs> exactly yeah um so it's like whole new world but then that's exactly you know I preach it when I say I go constantly go do my education you know that that's that and then in March I'm also starting another um uh sort of like a campus-like stuff where this campus they choose 25 people out of all the applications around the world to go on this sort of MBA-like Project, you know, but MBAs are all studied, but this is a project-based sort of campus learning, cohort-based learning type of stuff. And then they work with, they partner with some great leaders from massive blockchain organizations, so Ethereum, for example, that people would have heard of, um, and another two, three or four really well-known um, uh, blockchain protocols organizations to partner up to give education to people who are interested to explore this space, um, and at the end of it, you have to produce a project and then present it in New York. So wow, that is, okay, that is pretty fascinating. Yeah. So yeah. I got I got picked, uh, and I was uh, when I saw it, I was just like, oh my god, like this actually turned out, you know. And I didn't do any formal education in this. All I do is that I have a personal passion for crypto. I put my hundreds of hours of learning in are going back around in circle now, and then it turns out to be this. Um, so I'm very excited for that. Um, so that's almost like the first half of uh, 2022. Then I think another part of it is to focus on that sort of personal brand building and building up that community and stuff. So I think, yeah, that's enough to keep me busy. I still have a full time job to work on, which I love as well. Um, and there's some. Um, you know, there's career to advance into opportunities to, want to pursue within the company. So, yeah.
0: What What would you say to like um, people out there who have a, a full-time job, but want to do something on the side? Would you say, what would you say? I'll, I'll say just do it, you know, but
1: again, I'm going back to the intention. You know, I think that's important mm-hmm. is that are you doing it just because everyone else is doing it? Or are you doing it because... Is something that genuinely interests you or or you want to pursue you know so uh, because i can tell you one thing having a full-time job having a structured routine and then still spend four or five hours every evening to learn about things that you're interested in is freaking draining and tiring i can tell you that it's so so tiring like, honestly, sometimes I go to bed at two, I have to wake up the next day at half six or seven because I've got a job, I I need to go into the office and it's really hard and you have to be on top of your game all the time because my principle is that I'm not going to let my side hustles sabotage my full-time job. I'm not going to let my full-time job sabotage my side hustle. So when I go into each of it, I have to go in 100% on all of it and in my gym as well. I don't want to go into the gym and think, oh, I work out, boy, I walk out of the gym thinking that I've not put in 100%. Right? I don't want to do that. So it's really hard. But every single thing you're getting yourself into ask for your 100% all the time. Um, so, so again, going back to it, which is like if you're doing it because you know you have an interest in this, then I'll just say go for it and explore. Just start with an hour or two. You know, I started yeah. like that. Spend an hour or two, learn about it, etc. Um, but yeah, there's absolutely nothing stopping you from from doing it if. I just thought, rather than you watching Netflix or whatever, which nothing wrong, you can use that to absolutely relax and you can learn, you can watch some really good documentaries to learn stuff, Um, but if that activity is not fulfilling you, if you still feel empty after watching that, then that's normally a sign that you need to try something different.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, time is precious. Like, time, we've only got a limited time on this earth, but how you use it is very, uh, important. It's very mm. important. And, and I, I believe, you know, I like to come home, switch off and do nothing, but mm. I also like to, um, edit content, do podcasts, do my videos, edit videos, change, like do, do photos, edit video, edit photos. But like, I also like my downtime. But I know if I don't do those certain things, that um, what I'm trying to achieve is not going to be pushed out there. Mm. Um, and taking that time, even if you know you don't watch that show on Netflix, if, even if you you can watch it at a later date, but taking that time now will be more beneficial for the future. Because then mm. you would you would have you would have had you would have achieved something in that moment um, rather than watching a show on Netflix. Mm. Like it's, yeah. very, it's very important to, to figure out what's, what's going to work for you in the future and what's going to work for you now as well. Um, figuring mm. those things out is going to be beneficial and, and how you use your time as well is, yeah. is very important.
1: Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely right. I think it's always striking a balance, isn't it? Like, I still watch my Netflix. In fact, I just binge-watch a series. Oh, um, yeah, but, always. Yeah, always. <laughs> but the thing is that uh, I feel great after I finish watching it, and that's the important thing, which is if you feel great, then at least that time you spend, that series you've watched, has served a purpose. But yeah. just like, if you're on Netflix all the time, I, I pay attention to this now. If I go onto Netflix and I started scrolling for five minutes and I still don't know what to watch, then I just Come off off like, I'm just... <laughs> do a better <laughs> job uh, and uh but no that's normally like a sign that i know i'm just trying to kill time so yeah, yeah. and i just like do i really want to do this or well, actually do I want to do something that i'm just trying to run away from and just go oh, okay i'll do
0: that thing it's like um it's like when when like it's like tiktok um i've done it i think probably uh, uh, numerous amounts of people have done it is when you get on tiktok and you just endlessly scrolling on on the same on tiktok for like hours and the time just goes and i think a lot of people can relate to this a lot of younger generations can relate to this you know it's endlessly scrolling for a limited amount uh, unlimited amount of time and then when you come off the app you're like oh well buddy it's mm. been an hour yeah. Right. and you're like, oh well, I've wasted an hour yeah. of doing doing that, and it's not gonna fulfill you. Um, yeah. and I've done it before as well when you're looking like I like to watch um sciencey, um ghost stories, spirits, uh dinosaurs, like anything that I can educate myself on, I like yeah. to just watch. Um yeah and i've done it before where i'm like trying to find something on youtube and then i'm like i can't find anything so i just watch a random video and i'm like well that's not really <laughs> it was good it was all right but it didn't really like i was like well I, it wasn't really the intention i was going on youtube for um Definitely. but um i think educating yourself like when you watch shows watch watch educational shows watch educational things that interest you cuz we're always learning. We're always learning different things. And I used to watch this, um, guy on YouTube called ants, Canada. Right. Uh, um, and it was all about, um, ants. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I, That's I'm, interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, so I'm like random. Like I, I go from one thing to another quite quickly because like I, I, I get interested in things. So, mm. um, for a, for a long, long time, I started watching um, all about ants. I learned all about everything about ants, you could believe. Um, I'll, I'll shoot an ant, ant fact out there. Um, when ants go on their nuptial flight, so their nuptial flight is when they breed. Um, right. And the, the women ants uh, breed with the men in the air. Then they hit the ground and shed their wings. And then go find themselves a um, place where they build a colony really yes wow <laughs> and the males oh. die <laughs> so it's not really good for the males <laughs> so okay. well, there's, there's an fact for you um but <clears throat> yeah i like to i like to just find something and really educate myself in it and then then move on to the next thing. Cause I like, I like learning. I like learning different things. And I like putting my mind to different things. Like I think it was a few weeks ago, a month ago. Um, I started watching everything about bowling, mm. everything about bowling. And then I was like, I've got to go bowl. I just want to go bowling now. Yeah. <laughs> and learn yeah, how to do this.
1: <laughs> I know what you mean. When you watch something, you're like, oh, I got this sudden surge of impulse. I just want to go do it.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, so I did, I did do it, and um, it fulfilled me, and and now I don't watch any bowling video videos anymore. <laughs>
1: it's like that's it. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's but, fun though like doing things like that is fun isn't it
0: yeah it is oh massively massively i see you've got a uh, are you a marvel fan zane
1: oh that is just a little uh um mug that i've got myself i think a few years back i just like oh i just i just look at that it's like an iron man mug and i really like it so it's so quite cool you know like look that's very cool yeah and i just thought i quite really like it so i just um i just got one I just now uh, i just put it in there so people would just be like on the other side of the camera thinking that something's staring at you, you know? it's like... <laughs> all people are like oh he's a marvel fan yeah so stands for something
0: exactly exactly <clears throat> is there anything that you want to touch on or want to share with people or anything no,
1: I think people are hurt enough of me. They're probably sick of me now at this point. <laughs> uh but no, honestly, all I would say is that uh I think one of the things that, you know, um I'll probably leave with people with is that um I'll probably share this uh quick story and then I'll end with what I've learned is that so a few years ago I had a uh I was in a um I was learning all my personal development stuff, etc. At the time I was single. <clears throat> and then um, three years ago, I met a girlfriend. We've been together for six months or whatever. Then uh, obviously we broke up um, because of distance and whatever. Uh, that was one of the hardest times in my life and the first time ever in my life that I uh, thought there is no meaning of life anymore. And that was that was a challenging time. And then... Uh, I started to find a way out and because I've done all the personal development I know that I'm just stuck in my own head and I know that there's a way out yes, it's painful, don't get me wrong it is painful but I've listened to the podcast to go how can I people talk about I hear people talk about how to get out of a breakup, etc. and those things start to sink in and that's when I started to go okay, I need to put the time back for myself and then when I was with her together all my routines, my structures, my personal development work are put aside because my whole focus and attention was on her. Um, And when she left, I started to focus back on myself. And more importantly is that I started to go, people talk about do things that interest you now because now that you're back onto yourself. So I started to take class. Like I started to go learn, I started taking singing lessons because I love singing. I started to go learn how to play golf. Um, very basic golf Um, and then I started to go back into my personal development stuff because I know I need that Um, and then now when I look back at it three years later you know those things, that incident actually is probably one of the greatest gifts in my life because it helped me to find more certainty inside myself so next time I know that if I'm in a relationship again, we are going to be In a, I am gonna be who I am, and if you love me, you love me for who I am. I'm not saying that I won't change or whatever. I'm I'm just like a stubborn person. That's not how I was me. That's what I was saying. I'm saying is that this is who I am. I'm not ready to let go of any of my identity or what made me who I am because you choose a different way. So um, that's one thing. Second thing is that now I know that I probably deserve. Much better things because now I've become a better person. So I know that now I have standards, you know. So now I can go for something big. And now my intention is that when I have the next person who comes into my life, when I have mm-hmm. a family, I want her to know that this is probably one of the best partners I can ever ask for in life. And that's the identity I want to work for now. Um, and the third thing I want to say is that why isn't that sort of that bad time was probably one of the greatest gifts? Is because. I tried things at that time. And I think this is what people need to hear now, which is just go and try things because sitting inside your head is one thing, but go and physically try it is another. Even if at the end of it, you realize it's not something that you like. One of my coaches in the past, what she told me and stuck in my head forever, one coach, one sentence stay in my head forever. is that she says, having a great intention is a good thing, but if you have no action, that's just a dream. And I thought, oh goodness because that's exactly what's happening. All I have was that I've all got these good thoughts, these good intentions, but the actions don't line up. So what I would say is that a couple of things. One is that if something bad is happening for you right now, it probably is going to turn out to be something good, but it just takes a bit of time for it to be, for it to appear that way because you need to look at it in hindsight. So that's the first thing. Second thing is that um, just go try things out because there's not much to lose really. You just lose out your time and energy, maybe a bit of money. um, But if you don't do it, this thing is going to keep lingering inside your head. And then guess what's going to happen when you hit 30s and 40s? People say you have midlife crisis. That's because once you're in your 20s, you had the opportunity to try things out. You don't. And you cause that midlife crisis to yourself. Um, So I would just say that just go and try things out. Um, and just be open to what turns out might turn out to be. So, for example, I didn't expect any of this crypto shit comes into my life, you know. But because I went back to doing the things that I was try- going to try out, I went to workshops, focused on my personal development. I tried singing, po- tried to learn a bit of golf. Some of them goes nowhere, some of them stop, but some of them went down straight down the rabbit hole, and now we are where we are. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll just I'll just leave people who are listening with those, and I hope that uh, that has helped.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no. It will help a lot of people massively. And I think anyone who is in a like in a relationship or out of a relationship or whatever they are doing, always be yourself. Always um, do what makes you happy. And if the the other person isn't on that path as well, and if if for whatever reason they don't want to stick by your side then maybe that's not the right relationship for you um and don't be afraid to cut that off just because it's comfortable um Mm. you see a lot of people uh go through life and never achieve what they want to achieve just because they're trying to live a comfortable life um i'm not saying go break up with everyone (laughs) (laughs) everyone right now i'm just saying look at your life and look at what you want to do and make sure that your partner or if you're on your own like make sure everything is is aligned um and you're okay to go on that path Mm -hmm. um and you can do it it's there's no such thing as can't and you make your own choices like i I was saying this to someone yes literally yesterday I'm moving my arm right now, okay? Mm. I'm making that choice. Yeah. No one else makes a choice for you. Yeah. There's influence. You get influenced by, by certain situations, but I could walk out this room right now uh, quite easily because yeah. I can make that choice. So if you're in a job, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a situation you make that choice you have control of your life um it may not be the right thing at the time because you know if you're again if you're paying a mortgage or you're like paying for certain things and you wanted to leave a job and you want to you want to just walk out right there and then that might not be the right choice but you can do that if Mm. you wanted to um the people, the corporations, whatever it is, don't control your life. You do. You control your life. The person in the relationship, if you're in a relationship, they don't control your life. You do. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. A, that, a,
1: that's great. You know, I think it's great that we're ending in that point because uh, guess what? You can't believe this. I'm going to show you this. So, <laughs> yesterday I've been thinking of posting this post up. And then uh, never really got the time to yesterday evening. I was doing this and I was going to post this today. Okay. And you just landed on that message straight away. So if you are watching, I put it this. I said, stop be. complaining, <laughs> choose accountability. Be accountable for yourself, for your own actions and do things. You know, don't just go out and complain and whine about things not working out your way. When you start to put blame outside you are giving your power away to something else, whatever that thing is, it might be a person, it might be a thing, it might be a timing, it might be luck. Um, but if I choose to think that you know what actually there's something here for me, I can do something about it, I can control something. I can change something, then um, life will be uh, very different once you uh, once you have that sort of uh,
0: sort of a mindset so we ended yes. the same on the same note <laughs> that's it that, that is, how, how crazy is that like you, you obviously had that post lined up ready and not, didn't post it but now I bet you're going to post it right
1: I, I was going <laughs> to post it so I just created the uh, the visuals and I was going to post it after we had our chat so Good. but then you ended up on that note and I just thought oh my god see we're going back to a circle again talking about how there's no such thing as coincidence
0: Intention and line with actions,
1: <laughs> and it just happened in this episode, you know. So, um, yeah, real life example, real That's life it. example.
0: But Zane, honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure to. No, it's a pleasure as well. Um, to have a conversation with you and and talk about your life and talk about like all what you've been doing. Um, Zane, is there anything you want to plug or you want to put out there to people to say, come join me on this or do this or,
1: yeah. Uh, no, I don't have like a website or everything set up yet. But, um, if people want to connect, which I'd love to connect, um, then just go on to my maybe just on Instagram and then just uh, add me as a friend and then let's have a chat. And you might who knows, you might come into Zaneverse where you learn about all the crypto knowledge for free. Um, so yeah, just uh, uh my Instagram handle is the Zane Tan all lowercase all in one word so it's the zayn tan so t-h-e-z-a-y-n-e-t-a-n so yeah that's it
0: go follow (laughs) 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 right so yes thank you zayn and it has been a pleasure honestly um a massive pleasure but i'm gonna end here and i hope everyone enjoyed this podcast and um i hope everyone has learned Something about crypto, something about life, um, anything that you've learned, um, hopefully you can take away and put in your life um, very soon. Um, But yeah, my name is John Coombs and um, please go uh, follow um, and like and share and subscribe and do all that nice stuff on on YouTube. Um, Again, this podcast is on YouTube as well, so you can watch our lovely faces, um, which is John Coombs Podcast on Spotify as well, and on Apple um, Podcast also. Um, So I'm signing out, and have a lovely rest of your day, and I'll speak to you guys again soon. I hope you enjoyed. Take care.